0: Are you ready to take your leadership skills to the next level? Do you want to lead with confidence, inspire your team, and achieve your career goals? I'm excited to announce Lead Intuit is now offering leadership coaching. Picture this, 60 minutes of focused one-on-one coaching that will transform the way you lead. Whether you're a seasoned executive or just starting out on your leadership journey, Lead Intuit has the expertise and guidance to help unleash everyone's full leadership potential. With one-on-one coaching with me, you'll develop powerful leadership strategies, enhance your communication skills, build a high-performing team, and achieve your career aspirations. The website leadintoit.co is your gateway for us to work together and create a tailored coaching plan to fit your needs and goals. So don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to supercharge your leadership skills. Visit leadintoit.co, that's leadintoit.co today. It's time for a coffee break. On this week's coffee break, I revisit episode 10 with Derek Weisenhunt, where we talked about setting expectations and building teams. On this part of the episode that I picked, we talk about step by step on how to set expectations. How do you go about doing that? What steps should you take? And this is something that I found has not been fully developed or clarified or not. Given step by step instructions besides theories and why you should set expectations. But what does that actually mean? So, Derek actually gives a pretty good step by step instruction on how to do this. I highly recommend this if you are about to lead a team or you want to start setting those clear expectations for your team. This is a great coffee break to listen to. I hope you enjoy. Provide those expectations to people that you have supervised
1: so expectations to me uh, and I love this question this is great Uh, the expectations you first have out-of-the-box expectations of the company so a lot of companies have integrity and and values and if you go starting with the can of what the company you can print them off every single company has values and expectations so you start with those and I will and I will start with to also there's a lot of things around employees that, that you can work on, mentor, coach. Integrity is one from a leadership perspective. You don't fix integrity. You get rid of integrity. So kind of just get pushing that to the side. So from an expectations, a leadership 100% has the ability to set the bar of what the expectation is, number one, of the team, because it's, it's my responsibility to set the environment of the team, to set the direction of the team, uh, and also my job is absolutely to, to validate the health of the team so that really leads into the expectation it's like how do you really combine uh, the emotional health of the team and expectations that is an expectation you are to me you're required to check the baggage at the door and come in and have a great attitude so it's kind of boiling down from an expectations perspective perspective holistically So a lot of people, when they think about the review process and everybody just Mm -hmm. rolls their eyes when they talk about the review process, because a lot of individuals and even managers think that that's where the expectations are kind of living. And we only talk about those goals and expectations when we talk about review and that's totally wrong. At the end of the day, if you look at the, maybe let's just look at the three sides of it. Number one, being the left side to where The employee needs improvement or you know just needs to go not meeting expectations and then the right side being outstanding a lot of folks put the solid in the middle the meets expectations I'm doing quotations Mm -hmm. in the air right in the middle so what is right in the middle that's what you can actually define as a leader right in the middle is it coming in at 9 and leaving at 430 is it just doing the work you were assigned or as a leader, I have the right to set the expectation. That's not the norm. That's not what solid is to me. That's not what you're supposed to be coming in doing every day. You're supposed to be coming in here every day and killing it. Mm-hmm. You're, and as you raise that bar, what's going to end up happening is you're going to have people that fall out, naturally fall out. They're probably going to need a little more support or coaching and mentoring to give them that opportunity to either go up. Or go find something else that makes them happy. But what you will typically see is the cream rises to the top. And you actually create almost a competitive atmosphere to where... People just get better, and as they see their peers get better, they want to get better, so they want to go get more training, or they want to get involved with the project. And then, now it's not me pushing on a team. Now the team, I've set the bar, set the expectation, and the team starts meeting it, and then they start exceeding it. So that's where I kind of boil everything down to. That's where you start to see a highly performing, almost best in class team.
0: Have you ever come to a team where they were like, well, we kind of need you to fix it and had to set those expectations at that level? Because you know that there's going to be a different expectation than what they've had in the past, especially if they're an underperforming team. And then you've had to change what their expectations were and you had to come in as a brand new leader.
1: I have had the unique opportunity of being hired to fix most teams that I've been hired on. Oh, okay. So this is, this is (laughs) Derek's, uh, if you roll out Derek's script, it's typically a team that is struggling. A lot of questions I'll get in the interview process are how do you deal with frustrated people? How do you deal with underperforming people? So it's a lot of indicators to me right out of the gate. Even when you're interviewing, you're getting ready to get into it. But it's, to me, it's really easy. Uh, You get in, when you start a job like that, you just connect with the people and you get out of your office, you get away from your desk. Like I remember walking in the office that I have now and it was set up like a typical office. There was a big, huge wooden desk and a chair on one side. And then my chair was on the other side. The first thing I did is I took the desk and rammed it against the wall. So when anybody came in my office, we're sitting knee to knee. Nice. So I wanted to get the whole formality of, hey, this guy's going to sit behind a desk and just kind of be a manager, do manager Mm -hmm. stuff, quotations in the air. But really a big part of it is connecting. Just the first thing you got to do is connect with the people and really understand what their frustrations are and look for little opportunities to jump in and help them out. Because... Typically a team's been neglected or the manager's been gone for a while or there's been a couple occasions where a manager was working on two teams and so they were just basically neglected and they needed somebody to help them and just listen to them. And it all starts on everything boils down to trust. And it, that's a long, mm-hmm. hard thing to earn, but mm-hmm. you have to earn it uh, or you won't get anywhere. That's right. the foundation of relationships. It's the foundation of working for an employer. It's the foundation of being an employee. So you have to find opportunities to gain and earn trust. And with some people, it may take a year. But with others, it may take just a few days when they understand, hey, this guy's here to help me and not just use this as a stepping stone to get something else you know go somewhere else in the company
0: when you have those like intro meetings with a brand new team is there a specific question that you always make sure and ask them
1: that's a that's really good question uh i really start so the first big question for me is tell me tell me what your pain points are tell me what your struggles are uh and before we leave the room tell me something about yourself and let me tell you something about myself Uh, And just tell them, hey, I'm here for the long run. um, You will, I don't tell them I know what I'm doing, but I will tell them I've come from similar situations in the past. And just talk about a little bit of my experience in their certain area. And just, again, start the whole process. And, again, I've watched them over and over. You look in their eyes, and some people's really quick, and some people take a while, and some people may never come around. For me, things that I start doing too is really evaluating a talent that I have. I look for uh, individuals that actually uh, just don't want to be on the team anymore. Mm-hmm. And I give and I set that perfect uh, segue into that, hey, I set the bar with them and I start having those conversations. Yeah. And I am not afraid. And I ask people all the time, do you want to work here? Is this really passionate to you? Do you want to do it? That's such
0: a good question.
1: It is. And you know what? A lot of people, it hits them hard. They mm-hmm. take it home with them. And some come back and say, you know what? I don't. And I'm like, awesome. I will Let me help you find a place that you'll be passionate and
0: about. And so many, I think leaders are afraid to ask this question because they're like, oh, well, either that's a reflection of me or I don't want to know. Because then that means I have to find a replacement for them. So that's a very open and honest question. It's almost being very vulnerable with your people, too. Because thanks for listening to another episode of Lead Into It. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean a lot to me if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to help future listeners. If you want to learn more about the podcast or me, go to leadintoit.co. That's leadintoit.co. Thanks again.